When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon up in New York City for a third straight show. I'm Tony Kornheiser. You know, people are getting to wonder if you're ever coming back to the studio. Yeah? Oh, really? Because, see, I'm in an actual studio. I'm I'm in Uh one. Let's ask where you are. Right. Well, I'm in a studio. It's an actual (laughs) studio. (laughs) It's just a little bit off the beaten path. Just a little bit. Don't worry. You can I'll find Simply Hospital. You can find Mr. Tony. <laughs> oh, welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the NFL moves forward. Jim Harbaugh considers his options, and Carlos Correa may need another new team. But we begin mm. today with the NFL's plan to accommodate declaring the Buffalo-Cincinnati game no contest. The guts of this accommodation is to play the AFC championship game at a neutral site if it involves two of these three teams, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Plus, if Baltimore beats Cincinnati on Sunday, and if they were to meet in the wild card round, the home field would be determined by a coin flip, even though Cincinnati has been declared the division winner. Wilbon, what do you think of the plan? <sighs> Tony, first of all, there's no surprise. I sat here every day saying this game's not going to be played. And so I know that people at various networks drummed up you know, some talk as if, oh, what is the NFL going to do? Nothing. They're not going to play the game. Um, So in terms of this other stuff, it just seems like this is kind of drummed up too. But, Tony, I, you know, if you're Kansas City, win the game, and if you're Cincinnati, win the game, and you can essentially avoid, you know, this extra drama that you don't need and nobody on your team wants. So I don't don't know that we're going to get to these scenarios. It seems like the NFL just had to – it thought it had to do something. I'm not sure it yeah. did have to do anything. But, you know, this is yeah. the way it goes, and they, those two teams can win and avoid. So I feel today like I felt yesterday that I respect the integrity of the schedule, and I want every team to play the same amount of games, 17 I games. I hear you. It's I hear that. not, obviously, yeah, it's not going to happen. In this particular case, if Buffalo were to win on Sunday and Kansas City were to lose I think then we avoid all of this drama I, I, because I think that that comes out mathematically to, to eliminate the wild card, not the wild card situation, the neutral field. But maybe it doesn't. Neutral I mean, field, I don't really yeah. understand it. I don't really understand it. But I'll say this about a neutral site. It's going to be very odd to me, Mike, if, for example, Buffalo and Kansas City are playing the AFC championship game and weather is not involved. I've always thought that that was Buffalo's ace in the hole. Yes, Bad I agree. weather deep in the playoffs. I think that's why Josh Allen is so valuable because he's a great runner. He is a great runner. The other scenario here, the Cincinnati-Baltimore one, actually does strike me as unfair. Because if Cincinnati loses to Baltimore, Baltimore will have beaten Cincinnati twice this year and will yeah. have a better division record and the same amount of conferencings. But, but, and this is important, If you're going to have a coin flip, I love a coin flip. 
I think ESPN should put together an hour show called The Flip. I think Carrie Underwood should sing. And I think the person who actually flips the coin should have great authority in like gambling. You know who I'm talking about? Brent Musburger, laddie. Brent Musburger. I, I'm okay with Uncle Brent, Northwestern's own, anytime. As long as you don't give me that Simon Cowell. And, you know, Cincinnati, you're not playing against Lamar Jackson. Win the game. Win the game. That's I, right. I, That's right. But, you know, by the way, Buffalo does not have a great advantage in weather over Kansas City necessarily in general. No, because it's cold. Kansas City you is know, cold. Kansas City's it's got a its cold own weather, weather issues sometimes. Not like Buffalo. That's right. Still. That's right. The National Football League has a full slate of games this weekend. Tomorrow, a couple of games, and Sunday. Mike Tomlin's Steelers are among four 8-8 eight eight teams battling for the seven seed in the AFC. And Aaron Rodgers' Packers are among three competing for the last slot in the NFC. Tone, which team, we can open this up to all of them, has your attention yeah. as we head into Week 18? I've got multiple teams that I'm paying attention to. And you mentioned Green Bay, and Green Bay is one of them. Green Bay will play at Lambeau against Detroit on Sunday. So late that Detroit may be closed out of the playoffs completely. Seattle may be able to close them out. Green Bay, by winning, goes on what we call a five-game heater. They have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and everybody will have to pay attention to them. I have paying attention to Jacksonville. Jacksonville was a disaster last year. Urban Meyer was unfit to be an NFL coach. They hired a good coach. They have won four in a row. Five out of six, six out of eight. They started the season two and six, and they can make the playoffs. And I'm paying attention to Philadelphia because they're about to blow this whole deal. They're about to blow being the number one seed. They've lost two in a row, admittedly, without Jalen Hurts. He supposedly will come back for this game. I don't know at what percentage. And they're, they're playing the Giants. Giants aren't a real good team, but they're a playoff team, and it's a division game. That one's sort of up for grabs. Oh, that's great. And I would have included a lot of those teams in there, and I would have said Green Bay or Detroit. And by the way, Uncle Al, and you know who I'm talking about now, texted me to say, big I didn't get frostbite at that game in Green Bay with Brett <laughs> He was at that game. he called that yeah, game, that and the temperature yeah, was did. in the 30s. So I, I just, yeah. to the great Al Michaels, I say thank you for, you know, historically. He's like, you're confusing all the games you've covered in Green Bay, which is true. I'm not paying attention to Green Bay. I'm paying attention to that game, and I'm rooting hard for Detroit. I'm paying attention to the Buffalo Bills. That's it, Tone, the Buffalo Bills. That's fair. You know, how fair. that team reacts and how they handle themselves coming out of this and sort of the reaction around the team, the Buffalo Bills. And, and I'm sure I'm like a lot of people in that, you know, I'll be rooting for Buffalo. I've spent a lot of time in my life. During that four-year run to the Super Bowl, I spent a lot of time in Buffalo. I understand as an outsider, as an outsider can understand what that franchise, that team, those players, those people mean to that region. And so, yeah. Tony, I, I, that's it. I mean, I'm consumed now you know, with the Bills and, let me, and, let me and get how to that. all of let me this get plays out. I think the assumption is that because Hamlin is getting better, that the Bills are going to come out on their home turf and they're going to be jacked up and they're going to win this game yes, by a lot and dedicated so, to Yes, him. I think so too. But – they have not had normal practices this week. We do not have a, know how they are affected because their consciousness has been all over the place yes. as to what they care about. It is yes. actually possible that they're not emotionally ready for that game. They could lose could that be. game. Certainly, but even that, certainly you might even want to that, take that's New England and plus seven and a half. All reason to pay attention to Buffalo. All yes. reasons. 100% yeah. right. We turn now to your boy Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh Go. had reportedly spoken to Ugh. Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper early in the week. Leading to speculation, Harbaugh would return to the NFL. 
Yesterday, Harbaugh said, quote, while no one knows what the future holds, I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching in Michigan in 2023, unquote. However, there is news that the NCAA is investigating Michigan for multiple violations, including a level one violation. Well, by taking all that into consideration, do you think it's likely Harbaugh returns to Michigan? Tony, I, I, I don't think Harbaugh's actively trying to get out of Ann Arbor. Um, but you know what? It's so funny. When you say, just you say Jim Harbaugh's name, remember that phrase, like, it's like 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, actually, because it pertains to something on Happy Days, the show, the television show, Jump the Shark. Jim Harbaugh has yeah. jumped the shark. I'm just tired of him. And I know he has just won two big games against Ohio State back-to-back years, you know, to get into He's the playoffs and all that. He's two I, years I, in a row. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of him because he hasn't advanced. Really? And so I'm just, just like, really? And, and I, as you know, how long did I stump for Jim Harbaugh you to become the coach of the, the Bears Chicago coach. Bears? You know, I, yes. I wanted that. Yes. I did. I, I, I know Jim Harbaugh. I like Jim Harbaugh a lot. But, ah, you know, Tony, I don't think the, the, the NCAA investigation is going to run him out. I don't think that. And that's just my faith right. in Michigan as an institution and avoiding any kind of real trouble forever. That, that's what I think of that. I don't, Michigan is on the right side of these issues forever, so I don't think that's going to happen. But Harbaugh, maybe he'll just say, you know what, I've won these games against Ohio State twice and I still can't make a dent in the playoff. Maybe I'll just leave. This is interesting to me um, because I know you love Jim Harbaugh. And as a newspaper guy, I love Jim Harbaugh because all the rumors about Harbaugh, he's the source of all the rumors because he loves to have attention. <laughs> he loves to put a spotlight on himself. I was amazed to even learn that, that there were these possible violations. violations. I don't know how you have yeah. violations now. You can hand money to people. Right. You That's can right. go to the transfer Millions. portal and throw a Millions. bunch of 50s down yeah. the portal anytime you want. So 50s. to get a level one be violation, what did Harbaugh do? Did he steal George's bulldog? I don't understand this at all. And by the way, he, you know, why would you want to go to work for Carolina? Why would you want Sam Darnold as your quarterback necessarily? What are you going to build on Steve Wilkes deserves that job. That. He deserves it. In the way that Rich Bisaccia deserved the Raiders job last year. And look what happened to the Raiders when they didn't give it to him. Yeah. And then they talk yeah. about Indianapolis wanting, wanting Harbaugh. Why would you go there? Another self-indulgent, well, self-important owner. Comeback they don't have any quarterback. But they don't have any quarterback. Stay no. in Michigan. He could play Stay quarterback. There. He may be the best quarterback on that roster if he was Man. there. Harbaugh himself. Let's take a break. Coming up is Carlos Correa's deal with the Mets in jeopardy. And what's the word for the game Laurie Markkinen had last night? It wasn't with the Bulls. I want to do a shout out. He was never available. The he NFL was never healthy enough to take the court. its medical staff. The NFL prepared its medical staff. They saved the life of that player. They went yes. out there and they functioned yes. perfectly. People need to yes. recognize how Great prepared job. medical staffs are. Medical staff, Great training job. staff. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It is time to get it on with Lexicon. What's first? Carlos Correa's future with the Mets appears blank. My word is uneasy. I don't think, Mike, that he has firm footing with the Mets. And it's already being reported that he's talking to one or two other teams. This is an amazing turn of events to me. When this story first broke that he was going to the Mets, I assumed he was on the Mets. I'm stunned that in the physicals with the Giants and the physicals with the Mets, the teams are backing off. It is being reported that it is a lower leg injury of some sort that he sustained in the minors that hasn't even bothered him He's since. He's been a great player. Uh, and, yeah, and he has absolutely been a great player. And now he's going to maybe move around. Look, I understand that the Mets would want to make sure that he sticks around for a long time. But nobody sticks around 13 years. If you get five or six great years out of a player, that's your window. So what you should do is offer him $300 million for eight years Give him an out each year, and you take it out in the fourth year. And that way I think everybody's happy because he's a very, very good player, and he'll probably end up in San Diego with nine other shortstops. Look at you. You're replacing Scott Boris with your negotiating skills. Um, Tony, my word is murky. I don't think he's going to wind up with the Mets, and I think there's some resentment on the part of teams anyway. And ownership is, like, angry that they're paying out these 11- and 12-year deals and 13- and 10. Yeah. They're angry. And you get your revenge any way you can get it, which is to say, oh, yeah, well, we're not going to do that get out. I, I, I do. I think there's some contentiousness on the part of ownership and players and players' unions in all the sports now, and it's increasing like it was, like, 30 years ago. So, yeah. I, Murky, yeah. I don't know where he's going to wind up, man, but it, it's just he's been a terrific player, and now all of a sudden these – Physical exams are turning up stuff that hasn't haven't come into play in like years, years. Guys, it hasn't the bothered him at years. all. Right, hasn't bothered him at all. All right, yeah. what's next? It's blank that Lori Markinen had forty nine for the Jazz last night. My word is just because this makes up for them taking away that three pointer that he hit the other night that would have beat the Kings. You know, I mean, so I think that's okay. He had twenty eight in that game. 49 in this game. Mike, over the last 10 games, Laurie Markkinen is averaging 29 points a game. Laurie Markkinen. If you ask me what's wrong with the scoring explosion in the NBA, I give you two words, Laurie Markkinen. What kind of world do we live in where Laurie (laughs) Markkinen is getting 49 points in an NBA game? I I mean, it's, it's sort of amazing to me. I know he was on the Bulls. Didn't you try to run him out of town? Didn't you hate him? 
I mean, couldn't we look I got that it up done, on tape didn't that I? you hated Larry I got Market? that done. Yeah. Oh, are you what happy kind of with that? We live in we live in a relative world, and that's my word, relative. Tony, it's not just Lori Marketing. Um, my man Sadiq Bey from D.C.'s own Sidwell High School, not a guy you associate with. He had 50 in a game at some point in the last, I don't know, might have been even early last season, but he's had it. Kevin Porter Jr. There are people you don't associate with these kind of crazy numbers, and they are scoring. And it underscores a couple of things. One, Lori Marketing, who was chosen seventh, it was by Minnesota, but it was essentially the Bulls because that was in a trade for Jimmy Butler. Laurie Market is seven feet tall. He can handle the ball like a guard. He can do all the things a small forward can do. You know, some people are calling him Laurie Bird. Nice play on word there. Really? I like the finisher better because he's finished. Tony, he's a big, incredibly skilled guy. And that's what the NBA is full of right now. They're also full of no so defense. why did you hate and him? And Kendrick Perkins, our dear friend, said today uh, on the show preceding ours, he said, nobody's playing defense with any force. And Perk would know because Perk used to do that. Why did you hate him then if he's so skilled? Because he could never be on him? the court. He's skilled. He, Tony, he started a season one night with the Bulls one season with a 30-20 and 20 game. And then yeah. he barely played, and he'll give you six an average of six over the next 15 games. So you don't know what he's going to do. Now, he is averaging 24 and a half I like this that year. Name, the finisher, and maybe he's coming into his own. The finisher. You don't like Laurie like Bird? I, like I kind of like Laurie no, Bird. No, I absolutely don't. I, can't. Uh, I don't. No, there's Larry Bird. And don't ever confuse him <laughs> with anybody. That's the final word, Bird. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Browns send home Jadavian Clowney. And Notre Dame has a new quarterback. Doesn't everybody... Transfer portal, baby. Yes. Party at the transfer Again, portal. You have to conceive of the transfer portal as a giant hole in the ground and just throw money down. And then people yeah, come well, up, they grab it, and they say, do you need a quarterback? The problem is you said 50s. 50s get you nothing. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Happy time, people. Happy 42nd birthday, Asante Samuel. The cornerback spent 11 years in the NFL, five with the Patriots, three with the Eagles, two with the Falcons. He played on two Super Bowl champions in New England, 2003 and 2004. 
Samuel had 51 career interceptions and twice led the league in picks. He went to four Pro Bowls and was first-team All-Pro once. His son, Asante Samuel Jr., starts at cornerback now for the Chargers. Father was a fourth-round draft pick out of Central Florida. Son was a second-round pick out of Florida State. So the Samuels join a bunch of multi-generational NFL families like the Mannings, the Longs, and the Boses, to name three. Going to be tough for Junior to get those two Super Bowls to equal his dad. But I don't know. I mean, the Chargers, you know, I, I always say San Diego. They're on the way up right. with a great quarterback, and they seem to know what yep. they're doing. Maybe maybe he'll get at yep. least one. Maybe. A not-so-happy anniversary, Nancy Kerrigan. On this day 29 years ago, the figure skater was clubbed in the knee by a masked assailant after practice at the U.S. Figure Skating Championships in Detroit in a deliberate attempt to cripple her. Everybody remembers a tearful Nancy Kerrigan crying, why? This turned out to be a plot by Jeff Galuli, the ex-husband of Kerrigan's skating rival, Tanya Harding. Both went to the Olympics in Lillehammer the next year, where they were the subject of vast media scrutiny, including interminable columns in the Washington Post by me. Amen. Kerrigan won the silver medal, finishing second to 16-year-old Oksana Bayul. Harding did not medal. There is a terrific movie about this called I, Tanya. You know what? It was interminable. I'm glad you admitted it because I had less interest in that non-story than anything in Olympic, Winter Olympic history, and you hung on every word. And if you Google my name, you will not find every Harding word. or Kerrigan anywhere in my column writing for that winner, and all that's, of it was fine. under your name. That's fine. As Benjamin Crownshield Bradley once said, nothing but readers. Happy trails to Wake Forest for quarterback Sam Hartman. Hartman, who threw for an ACC record 110 touchdowns in five seasons at Wake Forest, and who was 27-18 and 18 as a starter there, is going to Notre Dame to play a sixth season and replace Drew Pine, who is going to Arizona State, in the latest edition of Transfer Portal Bingo. Yeah. Hartman threw for 3,701 yards and 38 touchdowns this season, and he led Wake to a victory over Missouri in something called the Gasparilla Bowl. Hartman will be 24 in July. The only quarterback older than Hartman is Stetson Bennett IV at Georgia. He's already 25. Oh, and Tom Brady. Well, remember Chris Winkie? Wasn't he pretty old, too? I watched Wake a couple of times this season, Tony. I like to root for small private schools. What a surprise. I, I really liked watching them. That offense was exciting. They had some nice wins. And if he takes that to Notre Dame, I can't root for him anymore. But, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what he produces. Fantastic. One percenter viewing habits. Small private yeah, schools. One omission. Yeah. World number That's one right. Carlos Alcaraz out of the Australian Open. Uh, that's with too a leg bad. injury. Let's Exciting go to the big finish. Let's do it. It's good for Djokovic. The Browns sent Jadavian Clowney home from practice. Your thoughts? Yesterday he told Mary Kay Cabot there's a 95% chance he won't be back next season. Wow, Mary Kay Cabot is still breaking stories. The Jets will start Joe Flacco over an injured Mike White in their finale against the Dolphins. Does that make sense to you? Look, you know, what does that tell you about Zach Wilson's future with the Jets? Ugh. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. He's a fine guy. He's my age. Enough, right? The Mavs waved Kemba Walker. What do you make of that? Tony, it's too bad. Kemba Walker was a hell of a player when healthy. Four-time All-Star in the NBA. Won a title with UConn in 2011. I hope this is not the end of the road for Kemba. Really like rooting for him. CBS Sports floated John Calipari 
as a potential candidate for the Texas job? That makes no sense to me, does it to you? No, no. I mean, Kentucky's a much better place to coach basketball, and Kentucky thoroughbred money is the same as Texas oil money. Texas is fine. It's not Kentucky. Last one. South Dakota State faces North Dakota State in Sunday's 1AA championship. Who you got? Luckily, I got multiple TVs, because why are we putting that game on against the NFL? I, I, I don't get that at all. NDSU, no rainy champs, Tom. Rainy champs. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. Bartlett's Tree Service. Good job. Thank you. I'm Mike Wilbon. We're back Monday at 4.30, an hour early because of the championship game, knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown tonight at 7. And now, here's Sports. That's going to ruin my whole day. If I have to do this earlier, what about I, I, I can't.